What's going on everyone? Welcome back to Virginia Boys. And we've been on a little bit of a recess lately, been on a little break yes. because one of our co-hosts got the coronavirus. Who? Uh, who, who could it be, Kieran? Casey? Kieran? No, Jeffrey, who has it? What, me? No, no, not me. Wait, who does that mean? I mean, wait, hold on. So, uh, I, I have coronavirus, guys. Casey. Oh, I have. Have, <laughs> have, have. You might still have. have. God dang it, I'm wearing my mask. But yeah, you might, you might still have it. But not according not, to the doctor. You're not contagious anymore. Yes, so you're, I'm okay. not contagious. Great. So now that that's covered. So guys, like I said, you might have noticed that we've been on a little bit of, of a break because Casey's been on the other side of the country. Yes. Quarantined at home in his childhood home in Virginia. <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be a quick trip that yep. turned into a coronavirus quarantine uh, much longer than expected. Birthday, trip. everything. And, yeah, and you're 20 years old now. Oh, so, yes, I am. Uh, you are. You are now a year older than the last podcast episode. So yes. uh, tell us about that experience. Walk us through the process of getting coronavirus. Well, the last 30 days, guys, it was very interesting, right? I go home, supposed to be in Virginia for six days. And, you know, before I left, Kieran's like, you know, nothing good can come out of going home during a time like this. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go see family, spend time with my brother on his birthday, then spend time with my dad on Father's Day. And my whole plan was to go to Virginia, like I said, go to Charlotte, North Carolina for three days to see my aunt and then fly to Michigan. But my plans changed. I couldn't go to Michigan anymore. So I was going to go to Charlotte and come back to Arizona. So six days in Virginia, I drive to Charlotte, North Carolina with my mom and my brother. And that's key information because it'll all come full circle and spend time in Charlotte, have a great time. Everyone's healthy. And the day I leave my, um, aunt texted my mom saying, Hey, uh, I don't feel that good. I have a headache. My stomach hurts. I'm just going to go get tested for coronavirus just in case, you know, it's spreading like crazy right now. Might as well. And yeah, totally. And the same day, actually, when we're driving home, my mom, and we didn't notice at the time, she like couldn't really taste the sandwich she was eating. So she was like, Hmm, what is this? And we didn't know. Right. So two days later, we're home. I'm about to fly back. But I just, I was like, hey, no, I'll, uh, I'll stay in Virginia another two, three days because why not? I'll, you know, stay with fam a little bit longer. My plans changed. I might as well, might as well just, you know, say hello a little bit. And my aunt texts my mom and says, hey, not gonna like this. Test came back. And I am positive for the coronavirus. So uh -oh. that instantly puts us in shock because we were there like, well, here's two days ago. <laughs> so, so I get a text from Casey or a, a call from <laughs> you, and you you had a flight like the next day. You were supposed to come back to Arizona, and you call me and you're like, "Hey, my my aunt has coronavirus." And I was like, "All right, well that means that you you know you can't travel. There's no way you have to go get tested." Yeah. And so you you rescheduled your flight, which was the oh. first. Oh no, you no, had already rescheduled. I rescheduled once. it from Charlotte right. to Saturday, and then um. And then this is the weirdest thing because I sort of foreshadowed this happening. I was supposed to drive home and fly out the next day. I decided personally to just stay an extra day for no reason but to just spend a little bit more time with family. At your aunt's place? No, at, in Virginia. I was supposed oh, to fly okay. out and the following day is when my aunt tested positive. So oh, I could okay. have been traveling across the country and then landed back here and then been like, ah, Kieran, my, my aunt's positive. Then I would have had to quarantine here and I would have put Karen in a bad situation and etc. Everyone in the apartment building. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So what happened next? Yeah. So, um, she gets tested positive. So, you know, 
everyone in my family is like, okay, we all have to get tested. My mom gets tested first, and then um, my brothers and I and my dad get tested the next day. So, you know, my mom got tested a little bit early. She gets her results back within like five days. It was supposed to be like five to eight business days, and my mom's positive. So this is like five days later, we're waiting to get tests back. I'm changing my flight again and again because I want to see what my results are and my entire family. But my mom gets hers back first, it's positive. So we're all like, oh gosh, like this is two too positive. Two we're two for two. two right now, this is not good. Not good. So um, we're waiting, my mom's you know, crying and emotional and she has to stay home and quarantine. It's just an interesting scene and scenario. Shout out to mom, love you. and. I think it was probably three days later. I'm waking up, it's probably 7.30 in the morning, and uh, I get my test, like a couple days before that, like I said, and I get a text message from Patient First, and it says, you are COVID-19 positive. Click on this link to figure out what to do next. And that's like the good morning text that I got that day. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it was, it was. it's an interesting feeling because you see all these articles and headlines, and you know, this has been the main topic for the past five months and mm -hmm. to be tested positive even though I didn't feel bad I didn't have any symptoms I was working out twice a day drinking a gallon of water doing 75 hard I didn't feel bad I didn't get like hit with it but I was positive and then I had to stay home for another 12 14 days I can't help but think of the irony that you got coronavirus in Virginia and <laughs> now now we're talking about it on Virginia boys so it's, I don't know. I thought that was funny. So, oh my gosh. but okay. Oh my so God. now you know Casey ended up quarantining for almost two weeks, and then your doctor said that you're yeah. clear. You no symptoms. You're all good to go. Yeah. So it, here's what happened. So the doctor calls me because you know the health department calls every single person that gets tested positive in the county, and she calls me and. Here's the thing too, because like prior to me getting it, you know, it's I was wearing a mask and then I was like, okay, I'm not gonna wear a mask. I, you know, I'm healthy. I'm not traveling. I'm just, you know, I'm, I don't. I'm not gonna take it as serious. Like genuinely, that's how I was feeling. And then I get it. Doctors call me after I quarantine for a while, and she starts asking me questions. And these are like back to back to back questions for literally 30 minutes. She says. Where were you last three weeks? Uh, who were you with? What restaurants did you go to, if any? Oh my goodness. What's your brother's and aunt's phone numbers? Like she's asking all this personal information to like backtrack what I did so they could like track interactions and tell businesses potentially in a sense. But I was asking her about, hey, um, like when can I travel? I've had no symptoms, I feel fine. Um, the only slight symptom I had probably two, three weeks ago when I first got here was I couldn't taste this like oat milk pudding I was eating and my throat, my throat was a little scratchy, but that was like almost two or three weeks ago. And she's like, okay, if you've had no symptoms, you feel great, that means you're not contagious, that's great, and we declare you able to travel. But this is what she said, she said, we would recommend just acting like you haven't had it, still be as cautious and as careful because yes, your antibodies are probably very high right now, it's unlikely that you'd get it, but people have also got it again and it's been worse, like that 41-year-old actor, right? He had it and then it went away and then he got again and then he died. So they still don't know really what's going on. I think the funny part of the conversation was the doctor like referenced something on the news She's like, yeah, I was like watching the news last night and they said something about blank. I don't know exactly what it was, but it sounded like they didn't really know what was going on, to be honest. 
But yeah. she gave me the clear to travel, and uh, now I'm back in Arizona. Came back last night, and Jeez. now we're here, and Jeff's wearing a mask. Absolutely. <laughs> I ain't catching no corona today. <laughs> nah, he, he's good, so we're safe. This is just... Uh, yeah, but yeah, so I, have corona, I had coronavirus. There we go, guys. So Casey got coronavirus, <laughs> um, but we're back and hopefully going to be uh, producing even more Virginia Boys episodes for you guys, even more consistently. Uh, now, switching gears a little bit, Jeffrey has bought more stuff since the last <laughs> podcast episode. Per usual, it, this is just like a normal <laughs> thing now. You've bought some more cars and some other things too. Do you yeah, he has to say stuff because it's not all cars. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say too much. Got to leave some excitement. All right, all right. I mean, in the car department, man, these Virginia Boys listeners, you you guys get little hints and stuff weeks before anybody on YouTube. Like we're, we're a couple weeks behind on YouTube videos. So like you guys are getting the inside scoop. But uh, so feel, I hope you guys feel good about that. But this car we just picked up, another crazy car. V12 powered, which is great. And I'll, uh, yeah, I'll say it's a Ferrari. So it's a V12 <laughs> Ferrari, except this one is extremely rare. Like, oh, extremely yeah. rare. Haha, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm, they know what I'm <laughs> talking about. Um, this car has um, a special uh, configuration that makes it one of just 80 Ferraris with this model configuration um, bought, brought to the US. So if you think about it, it's like, I don't know, like three times as rare as a Ferrari F40, you know, one of the rarest Ferraris. So like, it's extremely numbered. There's only two of them for sale in the entire world right now, and we just got one. Wow. So it's gonna be exciting to rebuild. It has a little bit of damage, nothing too serious. So that's gonna be a fun one. Potential profit is absolutely astronomical on this one. We got it for far less than we thought we would have at auction. We thought it would have gone for like 30 or 40 grand more. So that just adds into our profit margin. So potentially best case scenario, we could be looking at up to like an $100,000 profit on one car, which is wow. just crazy. And it's a really cool car that we're gonna enjoy uh, filming videos with and uh, driving around. So that's in the car department. Um, do we tell them about our little acquisition? I, so, I think so. All right, so. all right. I mean, it's not fully finalized. We don't have the uh, title paperwork in hand. It's not a car. It is real estate. Oh, yes. oh <clears throat> the first Virginia boy to buy some real estate. <laughs> yes. So this is going to be a cool one. We'll keep you posted. I really don't want to jinx anything right now because like literally today we sent off the earnest money this morning for the uh, down payment for the contract. Um, and everything's looking good in the contract. You know, the, 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 the week you have to preview the property and go through and make sure everything's what you want and then final payments due in, you know, three weeks, whatever. Uh, so we got to come up with a lot of cash in three weeks, but it's, it's, um, it's related to, was it last episode we were talking about that huge house that we were going to buy the 20,000 square foot mansion? Yeah, so I, I think the Virginia boys have heard about it at some point. Okay, so yeah, you guys know about that house, right? Well, let's just say um, we weren't able to get that house, but uh, next, pretty much <laughs> next door, right down the, sh right down the, right down the runway, I should say, <laughs> is another property, um, some land that uh, we can build our own dream house on and build a hangar. And now with our That's plane, so yeah, with our plane, we can go to and from Arizona, no airlines, no TSA, no games. We go from hangar to hangar because it, it, it has a private airstrip. So a house with a private airstrip, pretty darn How cool. long is that flight from Phoenix um, to In a normal, Montana? in like a commercial jet, it'd be 
like just under two hours. Um, what about in your in plane? something like in, our in your plane, Jeff? <laughs> it's oh. it's much slower, and this is a long flight, so I think it would probably take like six hours or oh, wow. something like that. But it's about the fun and building up time, which we want to do, and training and all that stuff. So, yep. but I mean, one day we're gonna have maybe a small jet or some other twin engine plane that'll get there a lot quicker. What's the so. status on your pilot's license? Because with COVID, you know, mm-hmm. like, they cancel all the classes. Like, what's the if you wanted to go get your pilot's license right now? What's the process? Yeah, a lot of flight schools are closed, so. Uh, you just really you're held up in a big way and with our plane um, you know we've taken this time to instead go through the plane make sure the maintenance is completely perfect up to date so in six days we're putting a new cylinder in the plane one of them's getting a little hot so we're putting in a new cylinder and piston a couple other parts and uh, so we're making it 100% reliable while it's not being flown because yeah you literally cannot do a lot of flight school stuff so we just have to push it off a month or two hopefully within you know two months it'll start cooling off and we'll be able to start training so that we can fly to and from our properties here oh. I, don't I don't know it's cool it's, it's gonna be fun in the next few years it's gonna be a uh a cool little uh you know unfolding uh exciting news that we'll share with you every there we step go. Of the way. there we go well it seems to be a common theme that like every single episode jeffrey buys a new car and casey interviews mm-hmm. some crazy <laughs> new person so casey oh yeah the, the hanger the hanger oh oh, oh yes <laughs> oh, oh sure. another acquisition another thing that jeffrey got yeah recently. yeah we just picked up a huge jeez ah, all right i'll share with you guys yeah we picked up a huge hanger space which is cool so now we can store the plane and all the cars under one roof well not all what am i saying all the cars some of the cars so now we currently have two warehouses and a hangar and yeah so that's new as well so hopefully we can fit all the cars um, crazy under roof now crazy so that's so, it casey it's been a month since we filmed the last podcast episode yeah what crazy successful person have you interviewed this time well uh hmm. it's been a couple i'm, I'm looking at them right now so yeah so i'll run through them the ones that i have uploaded right now i have over the last month Dave Rubin, who I know Kieran knows about, um, yeah. political... From the Rubin Report. Yeah, the Rubin yeah. Report show. I had Metal World Peace. He is the individual that played for the Los Angeles Lakers and won the championship in 2010. Kobe with, with Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant passing the ball. Crazy. And he took the game-winning shot, won, history made. And then I interviewed um, Clinton Sparks, who is... Someone that like, wrote all these songs for Akon. He's a multi-platinum producer. Super cool conversation. He's also the VP of FaZe Clan. And he just came out with his new book. It's How to Win Big in the Music Business. And that conversation was super epic. One of my favorites was Tim Draper. Billionaire. He owns over 30,000 Bitcoin. And he's someone that his perspective of the current situation that's happening right now is very interesting. Um, he was very like, hey... Scam, go go make money, go make money. Everyone's desperate, go make money. He was very about his money, as any billionaire would be, but it was one of the most unique conversations I've had with a billionaire. He was very direct, um, didn't waste any time, and yeah, he also was just like listening to the questions I was asking in a way and like challenging some of my, my questions, which was cool. So that one was cool. And then, um, Real estate, I want to touch on that too. So I interviewed this amazing woman, Janine Yorio, and she created a app or a company called Compound. And the whole concept is reimagining how the world invests in real estate. So they recently got acquired by, um, this is actually good information for anyone listening that's an investor that's looking to invest in early age startups. Um, they got acquired by Republic, which is 
they like to call it the Amazon of investing. And you can actually invest into commercial real estate, period. So for example, and I'll micro, show Jeff this. Micro yeah, so I invested this um, this building in Miami. They were raising $300,000 for a unit that they're gonna be renting out and they can potentially sell it. They had 299000 like $700 raised. And right after I interviewed her, I went on the Republic platform and I saw they only needed 300 bucks left to cap out the final round. I put down 300 bucks just to like, you know, test the platform and it has your portfolio. And the whole goal of it is, you know how like Robinhood, you can track all the stocks you have and all that sort of stuff. That's what Republic is doing for investing into early stage companies. And it has been a revolutionary, I would say company in the entire industry and I'm super excited about it. And I'm actually interviewing the founder of Republic next week, which I'm super excited about. Dude, I feel like Very so cool. many companies, like this micro investing uh, just idea is spreading so fast. It is in the car industry. Have, have you heard of Rally, Rally Road or whatever? They're oh yeah, fractional yeah. Fractional yeah. micro shares of vintage supercars and hypercars like um, they, what they just have? Like a Lamborghini Countach. You can own a 1,000th share really? of a Lamborghini Countach for like a couple hundred bucks or whatever it equates to. It's like it's a really, really cool concept. They've come to us looking to like partner up on to, to do to get some more YouTube exposure and I really like it. I need I need to get back with them, but uh, I think it's really cool. You can own a fraction of a Ferrari or a Lamborghini and uh, it just goes to show I've seen a lot of companies shifting toward that uh, platform because it lets everybody get involved. Even Joe Schmo can go own a yeah. fraction of a Ferrari. That's cool. And even like apps like Robinhood are pushing like fractional shares oh, now. Yeah. Tesla is so, so, so expensive, right? So yeah, so yeah, share. like when you go on Robinhood, you can, you can say select by shares or select by dollar amount. And so you can just buy like a certain amount. Um, and so, yeah, and uh, Casey, you forgot the most recent person that you interviewed, the, the CEO of Taylor Gang. Oh yeah, so that one was actually super cool. So for anyone that's listening that is a hip hop fan, I'm sure you know who Wiz Khalifa is, right? <laughs> if you don't, this might not be the podcast for you, but uh, <laughs> I interviewed um, the CEO and co-founder of Taylor Gang Entertainment, which was a company that Wiz Khalifa founded, which is his record label and his entertainment company. And the guy I interviewed, his name is Will Dezombak, and he's someone that, it's actually a cool story, I'll touch on it real quick. He met Wiz Khalifa right when he started, I would say, making music. He booked Wiz for a um, performance at one of his buddies' parties, and he said, Wiz, I can pay you to perform, but I can't put you in a hotel room because I don't have the money to do so. Wiz ended up sleeping on his floor for five nights early in his career. They hit it off well, and um, Will became his manager and business partner, and he built Wiz, his brand, the business side of everything he did from 2009 to now. So he's been in the game with them for over 11 years. They have absolutely crushed it. And I'm a huge Taylor Gang, Wiz Khalifa fan. I've been to all, a lot of their concerts in Virginia Beach. And to hear from the other side was super interesting. And um, it was definitely a cool interview that I know Kieran heard me doing the intro this morning. And I was like, yo, step by step, you get ahead. Because the goal is to have Wiz on the show. And I think it's going to happen in 2020. Like, a lot of things yeah. have aligned recently with Ludie Boy and then Will. And uh, I think Wiz is up next for sure. Yeah, awesome. Sick. All right, guys. It's time for the Virginia fact of the day. Let's hear so uh, this actually kind of relates back to where Casey grew up. So your hometown of Richmond, 
So the fun fact of the day <laughs> is that swearing on the phone in the city of Richmond is a misdemeanor crime. Dude, case so, a lot of misdemeanors. So if, no you, way. if you say a curse word on the phone. I don't believe phone, it. So it, it's not enforced, obviously, but it's actually a written law in Richmond that if you curse over the phone, you could be arrested for a misdemeanor. If you are like living in Richmond and yeah, they, I feel like yeah, if you, if you do it inside of the city limits or whatever, yeah. There's it's, no it's, way. It's it's funny. There's you guys should look this up too. There's like so many stupid like unenforced laws in every fit, like all the fifty <laughs> yeah, states. There, there's some really funny ones if you just Google like uh, funniest laws or something like that. Obviously, no one enforces this, but that's the fun fact wow. of the day. So. Speaking of cursing, I think we have a lot of billionaires cursing the past couple of days when they went to their Twitter accounts and found <laughs> that they've been hacked oh and gosh, uh, right. promising Bitcoin for... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Casey, look, delve deep on this. What, yeah, what's going so, on Yeah, so uh, this is from Bloomberg Business. It says, Twitter is investigating the hacking of prominent accounts, including Bill Gates, Joe Biden, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Apple, Uber, and many more and it was an apparent Bitcoin scam. The crypto address tweeted by the hackers received Bitcoins worth more than $110,000 so far. The attacks on Wednesday were stunning in scope and almost certainly coordinated. And then you gotta click the link in the bio to read more, but let's just have a conversation about it. When I saw this, my initial thought was, how? Like, what had to go down to hack hundreds of high profile A-list celebrities and corporations within a matter of minutes and tweet the same message right. and have, and it was like sort of, I would say, structure in the back end where as soon as they received the funds, it was like exchanged 16 different times and it was like very hard to track. And obviously it's Bitcoin, it, but it's funny because it's, insane. it's funny because um, I actually thought it was fake. Me like, too. I, like, I, I thought people were just photoshopping yeah. different names onto. I was like, I was like, okay, maybe like one of these people actually got hacked. But yeah. Like, there, there's no way all of these people got hacked. Like people are just photoshopping this stuff and making it up. Like I thought it was fake. Yeah. And then and then I find out, oh, like this, because I wasn't on Twitter when it actually happened, and all the tweets yeah. got deleted, obviously. So I didn't see it with my own eyes. So I was like, no, nah, this, there's no way this is real. How long were they up for? I think like 30 I mean, minutes. Yeah, I mean, uh, Elon said like hundreds of retweets. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Elon, oh, I, I think it was like 30 minutes, I believe. That is, I mean, even if we're short, any minutes is bad. I mean, you, you seconds know Twitter should take that down. You know what down. surprised me the most is the amount of money. I thought they were going to get way more. more money than 100 grand. To be completely honest, like I, totally. I was expecting them to yeah. get off with millions. If y'all don't understand, so obviously it's a complete scam, but basically when you send them this Bitcoin that they're promising to double because I'm Elon Musk and I want to be generous today, that's where the scam comes in, they're not going to double anything. But in theory, when you send off this supposed money, um, they would just uh, send you twice as much back. But when you send money, Bitcoin like this, um, you are not getting it back. It is not like, oh, you can send a check and, oh, stop payment on a check before they get it. Or, oh, send a bank wire and mm, call it wire fraud or just try to get your money back that way. No, this is Bitcoin and there is no getting it back. Um, so that is why they elected this method rather than any other type of scam that they could have done. I mean, if you, if you put yourself in the scammer's shoes, this is probably the wisest way they could have done it. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, it. it's all encrypted. Untrackable. Like no... They're not getting it back. Yeah. And it's very easy to send quickly. I, I'm sure people hopped on it within like 30 seconds going like, oh my God, this is real. Oh, yeah. And then well, before they realized I wanted to ask you guys about that. Like, If you were someone, right, that is 
not really hip to social media and you know, you're just following Elon Musk and a couple people that you admire. If you see that tweet, it's like, I, I mean, you I, don't I, go to scam. You see Elon yeah. Musk tweeting. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk you know doing a crazy thing. Elon, you know. Honestly, yeah. no, I, I said that. I said that to mm. whoever I was with when I saw this. So I was like, you know what? The scammers actually positioned this as best as they possibly could. Have. <laughs> like, like, yeah, okay, great. All these rich people want to give back because of coronavirus. They, they even said like coronavirus in the tweet. They're like, <laughs> That's so because crazy. of everything going on in the world, we're gonna double your money. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay, like in theory. That makes sense. I'm not yeah. stupid enough to fall for it, but like, in theory, okay, that 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 doesn't look terrible. Yeah, I, I, I feel know. like, um, I mean, unless people have actually proven that it was only $110,000, I mean, I guess you can go look through the records Bitcoin. and see, but like, bro, I feel like it's probably much higher, but they don't want to make it seem like it's too high because like, I don't know, then you're like giving clout to the scammers. Like, <laughs> they got away with $10 million. Like, I feel like it's higher than 100K. Yeah. But I mean, you probably just go look at logs, but yeah, I don't know. But kind Super of interesting. If you're in the scammer shoes, they, I mean, they kind of, yeah, did, so, did the stuff right to get the most money. So just, Jeffrey, something else that you've got going on right now is your your car giveaway. Oh, so, oh my shoot. goodness! Yeah, that, let's talk about that. Yeah. So as of this recording, it's two days until the winner is chosen. So guys, wow. by the way, for any Virginia Boys fans that are listening, if you have not entered into Jeffrey's giveaway, he's giving away a Mercedes like for free. Like that's insane. And I'm not giving. Yeah, this is not a scam. I'm not giving you twice the Mercedes is bad. <laughs> you have to give, me. You have to give him one first. Yeah, you have to give him a Mercedes and then he'll give you two in return. <laughs> no, yeah, that has nothing to do with it. This is as legit as they come. It's super simple. So basically, in a way to grow our brand and some companies and friends that we work with, um, we are giving away this car. Right, one of our personal cars, one of our most famous cars on the channel. This car has millions of hits online. And you can win it for free. It's a modded Mercedes Benz, and it's very, very rare because it has a six-speed manual transmission. So uh, we decided to give it away, and the giveaway is running for two weeks, and it ends in two days. So if you're listening to this now and you go, "What in the world? I had no idea about this," go over to my new giveaway page called at Free Car Giveaways, and go follow the simple steps. You'll see them there. It's four steps. You have to like tag three friends, you know, like repost the picture on your story, and follow some of our other pages. You know, like that's it. Super simple. It's 100% free, and someone random is going to be winning the car. Um, so yeah, it may just be one of you all listening. It's something fun to do, of course. Uh, you know, like we said, it's it's unlike all these other giveaways where you're like you have to buy some merch to get involved, or you have to like donate some money or like give some sort of money. Like nothing all, nothing all. This isn't, this isn't buying lottery tickets. This is nothing. It's completely free, and someone's going to get a car worth a good chunk of change. So that's that. Go enter. Jeff currently has 35,000 comments on that post. For anyone Crazy. listening that's, that's wondering wild. how many people have entered, it's uh, there's a lot of entries. Yeah, social proof? Yeah, go get in. Tens of thousands yeah. of people are entering. But by the way, I feel kind of I feel like like Jeffrey on this episode cuz I've I've purchased some things since the last episode as well. Oh. Um, oh. You know, yeah. It's actually funny cuz I might have purchased purchased one car, but I also might have purchased three cars. Whoa. But the answer really is kind of vague, so uh, it, it's funny. Like, there's actually three different three different cars right now. One of them I have purchased and I, I actually own. The other I have I have placed a deposit on and I don't own it and I might not buy it, but I also might buy it. And then the third car I made an offer on and I haven't decided if I'm going to buy it or not yet. But the the, the conversation between me and the current You're owner is You're only five hundred bucks away. So. I, yeah. yeah. So. There's, there's 
three cars that could potentially be coming to, uh, to my garage at some point in the Dang. near future. Uh, one of them for sure, and then the other two maybe. So I feel like Jeffrey buying three cars in like a month. Casey, Casey, join the party. Where's your three, yeah. three cars? New episode, three new Let's cars. Let's go. Let's do it. Corona Let's go. to cars. How you know, I did it. You know what's funny? So I'm not going to tell you guys what I bought. You'll have to wait and see. Just a few, oh, it's a good one. It's a few good more one. Days, but Jeffrey, I, I meant to tell you this actually before we started recording the podcast. I went out on my balcony earlier and I was mm-hmm. looking down at the street. One of each of those cars literally within two minutes uh, drove by like it was Bro. it was one and then the, the second one same make and model and then the third one same make and model and i was like this is like a sign from the universe that i need to, to get the other two what because, is that called like when you when you yeah attach your mind to something i don't know it's, it's it just like a sign man like <laughs> literally like all three of the cars that i either bought or i'm thinking about buying drove past my apartment like like Two hours ago, when I was looking out uh, over the balcony, it was That's pretty, wild. pretty insane. Yeah, he, he got a cool car. You'll see. It's it's a good one. I rode in it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it? I can't tell you guys. Uh, <laughs> give, uh, give him a hint. Like uh, how many it cylinders is, or it, how much okay, horsepower? Okay, 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 okay. The okay. color? Uh, I don't know if cylinders. Maybe cylinders that's, isn't that's that. Too that yeah, it's too specific. Uh, it so it is a is a two seater vehicle. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Uh, it it has. It's a Bugatti. Oh. It is a two seater car. Okay, let's hear what else With over six hundred horsepower. Okay, that could be a Bugatti. It's still open okay. for a Bugatti. That's all I'm giving. Koenigsegg. Koenigsegg. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Two seater, six hundred horsepower. So th- that's the that's it. That's all the hints I'm giving you guys for now. For now. Um, maybe we'll film one more Virginia Boys episode like the day before I reveal the car and like we'll tell them all about it. That could yeah. be cool, like exclusive. DM Karen um, if you think you know what it is, or yeah. DM me if you think you know what my new car is, Ferrari V12 with only 80 brought to the U.S. Those are your hints Crazy. for both And then uh, DM me if you want me to tell you. <laughs> then DM, <laughs> then DM, DM, DM Casey if you want to hear about his uh, his best money-saving tips on Uber, uh, his Uber pool hacks. Indeed, and 100%. How not to catch corona or how to... I actually haven't know. Ubered in so long. Really? So long. Why? Because I haven't been like going anywhere. Really. Oh, true. Dude, and quarantine. if you try to Uber and... If you try to order an Uber, it takes like 15 minutes. There are no, there's like so few Ubers out there. I, I wouldn't want to be an Uber. I got kicked out of an Uber the other day. What? Be- yeah, because I didn't have a mask on. No so, way. so get this. So I'm on the phone, right? I'm on the phone wow. and my mask is in my backpack, okay? My backpack is over my shoulder. I'm like in the middle of like a heated conversation that I can't really take my attention off of. So I'm getting in the Uber, <laughs> just completely ignoring the driver because I'm trying to focus on this phone call, right? The driver is like looking at me like mask, mask, and I'm like reaching in my backpack. I can't find the mask. I'm like, I'm like, just, I'm just getting annoyed at the whole situation at this point. I'm just like frustrated. And he's like, he's like, get out, get out of the car. Like he was, he didn't speak English super well. So he was like trying to just like kick me out of the car, like, wow. shooing, me, like shooing me away with his hands. And I was like, oh my God. So I got out of the car, I canceled the ride. And then I dug through my backpack and found my mask underneath a bunch of stuff, put it on. And then I had to call another Uber. Uh, and then uh, the very next day, I saw Uber's new like YouTube campaign where they're saying like mask, like no mask, no ride, and all really? that stuff. Really? Yeah. Is this bro. required now? So yep, required by Uber. <laughs> Guys, so, this is not gonna stop anytime soon. No. Mm-hmm. Andy Purcell said it best. He's like, this is this is just getting started in a sense. And yeah, we got another year of this for sure. And the other thing that's not gonna stop, apparently, based on what's going on the past week, is freaking Tesla stock. What the heck? It, <laughs> hit, it hit 1750. I mean, sure, it's down off of that high a little bit, but I was shocked. When it hit like 1300, I posted on my Instagram story, 
I'm like, yo guys, should we sell or hold? We have um, quite a few shares and our average share price, I post on the story, was it 273 or 293? Something like that, yeah. I think like 273. 273 is our average share price and um, we have quite a few. And uh, I just posed the question. I'm like, should we sell or keep? And everyone's DMing me like, bro, just hold it for long term. It's gonna keep going up. And I'm like, all right, you know, we didn't we didn't sell any. But I think I think I think I think I think we sold like one share, so no big deal, right? But then it goes up to 1750 in like two days, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's like, wild. That's insane. So uh, if you guys are looking to trade stocks, obviously don't take this as financial advice. It's entertainment purposes only. But if you are trying to sign up. Use my uh, referral code for uh, Weeble. Yeah. It's a, friend, it's a friend invite link, and that way you get two free stocks when you sign up. So you can find that in the link of my JR business videos, on my recent JR business videos. Yeah. I got I got uh, two stocks the other day, Levi stocks. You know, they're worth like 14 bucks a piece. So you get like 20, 20 bucks for free when you sign up an account. Like, it's there a good we go. deal. Um, Nikola, how's Nikola doing? It's at $41 a share. Oh, is yeah. it? So, it like so it, it did 50, a big drop 60. today. Huge drop. Yeah, big drop today. Down um, today, 7%. Uh-oh. It was interesting. Uh, Trevor, 14% after hours. Trevor was with uh, Marcus Limonis today hmm. at the Nikola factory in, in Phoenix here. Really? Um, touring him around the factory, showing him the vehicles. Uh, here's my thoughts, right? I, I do genuinely believe in the company. After getting to know Trevor on that interview that Casey yep. and I did, I think he is going to take them very far. In business, I don't think that the short-term, like one-month, you know, snapshot of their performance so far on the, in the stock market, the stock market isn't even an indication of a company's success or failure, right? Uh, it, it's just what the market thinks about them. It's all perception. So, yep. at the end of the day, I think Nikola as a company is going to do very well over the long term. I'm talking like 10, 20 years, right? This hydrogen technology has to be proven. They have to build a lot of infrastructure. The stock price in the short term, I'm really not. I'm really not too worried about. Uh, you know, I own a bunch of it, and I'm just kind of holding it. Um, I've traded it a little bit uh, to take a, to take some profit out, but uh, overall, I've I've kept a pretty big uh, position there. So, what are your thoughts, Mr. EV specialist Jeffrey? Yeah, I feel like all these kids are just playing, just freaking out about FOMO, fear of missing out. They're like, oh my god, I gotta go buy Nikola. Oh my god, I gotta go buy Tesla. Yeah, I gotta go buy Workhorse and all these stocks. Like I've said on crypto, you know, three years ago, I made videos talking about this crypto craze. I'm like, guys, so many of these coins in that case are just built off hype. Whether they're backed by good technologies, they're a good company, whatever. So many of them just, these, these prices are just so heavily affected by what is trending and what is being hyped up with these like teenage kids beginning to trade. And that's what's happening to so many of these stocks. Like they're going bananas because these kids are seeing these huge gains by these gurus on Instagram. They're like, I want to get some. So they're going on Webull yeah. or, you know, uh, Robinhood to go set up an account and go buy some stocks. So like these stocks are just the whiplash and Delta up and down, up and down is insane on all these stocks, which, Hey, if you're young and you like day trading and stuff, you like it. If you're yeah. some old 65 year old with a 401k and like heavily in stocks, you're like, Oh my God. I'm terrified one day and happy the next. And yeah, it's just yeah, it's very, crazy. Very volatile. The activity in the stock market right now is insane. Yeah. But hey, it makes for some good trades if you know what you're doing and uh, makes it interesting. That's for sure. Yes. Uh, wow. Well, you know, I'm rooting for Nikola. I'm rooting for Trevor. I'm totally. rooting for Elon and Tesla as well. Um, I really hope that everyone that does well. What was interesting to me is uh, uh, Elon tweeted the other day about the Giga the Gigafactory in Berlin that he's building, and he tweeted something along the lines of. Um, the, the, the cars are not even the real product. The factory is, Dude, yeah, that's what and, really? and I was like, this is, this is where people have to shift their perspective about 
He about said that? the company and also about Elon, right? He's thinking so far into the future. Like making cars is just is just something he's doing to bide his time and build value in the market. Like the products that he's actually building is the infrastructure of transportation yeah. and and world changing hybrid electric yeah. technology. Like that's what he's doing, right? The the fancy luxury cars are just the flashy thing to get the attention. The yeah. cyber truck, all, right? It's just all attention. And Elon's so good at getting attention. But the Gigafactory itself, like he's building factories and infrastructure that is gonna change the world long-term in over the next yep. few decades, which is the craziest thing to think about, that he's a he's an auto manufacturer that doesn't even care that much about auto manufacturing. Oh so it's, it's just wild to think about. What a yeah, savage. He's a legend. Can't wait to see where all these companies go, Nikola, yeah. Tesla, all these guys. I mean, it's exciting times ahead with tech. And, That's right. Uh, That's right. See how it pans out. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for listening yeah. to this Virginia Boys podcast. Like I said, we're going to be much more consistent now that all the boys are back in town. Um, ha- happy belated birthday to Casey. I'm 20. Um, I'm, I'm the next birthday in the group, so in like two weeks. So we'll, uh, we'll talk 21. about 21. I don't know what I'm going to do for my birthday wow. because I'm going to be, it's another Corona birthday. Now, Jeffrey, Casey, and Dude, my, we my we, we thought we were in the clear. Yeah, we, Casey and I thought we were, we'd be, we're like, ah, oh, Jeffrey's got a Corona birthday. He's, he's not going to do anything. Psych. But yeah, it looks like we are as well. So, yeah. I remember. Well, I had Corona on my birthday. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably the worst, worst yeah. setup. He had it worse. Remember, anyone out there who builds houses or uh, has a family member family member that owns a construction company hit me up because we're trying to now build a house on our dream, That's right. dream piece of land it's going right. to be a fun next couple of years help jeffrey out all right guys again thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode peace, peace.